Radio advertising is good. Why should you advertise on the Tam Talk Radio Network, AM 1340? Well, it's simple. We are a local radio station with local shows that target our local communities and local listeners. We have a variety of shows that cover a multitude of informative and interesting topics, such as automotive and boating, real estate and finance, health and medical, politics and law, sports and fishing, pet care, and more. While we are even home to Imus in the Morning, we also have shows about comedy, food and dining, religion, fashion, local community events and activities and a variety of music. Talk radio provides a listening format that appeals to a large cross-section of people. Whether you are in your car, at work, at home, everyone has a radio. And we are streamed live on the internet. And past shows are podcasted so you, the listener, can play back your favorite shows over and over again. The possibilities are endless. So that, my listeners, is why you should advertise on the Tam Talk Radio Network, AM 1340. Hi, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. If you like to play golf, Magnolia Valley Golf Club is offering some specials this week. Give them a call up there at 727-847-2342. They have a 9-hole executive course, and they have an 18-hole par 72. And they've got great food on the 19th hole. So call my friend Pete at 727-847-2342. And be sure to tune in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Let me tell you about my company, Gulfstream Motorsports, Inc. 727-541-1741. I have over 35 years experience with classic, vintage sport and racing cars. I do appraisals, consulting, and pre-purchase inspections. Before you buy your next rare classic, the car of your dreams, give me a call at Gulfstream Motorsports, Inc. 727-541-1741. Also, due to my 28 years experience in the auto salvage business, I am very good with wrecks. So if your car has been in a wreck, Call me for a diminished value report. Call me at 727-541-1741. You may be owed some money for lost value of your repaired vehicle. That's Gulfstream Motorsports, Inc., 727-541-1741. And be sure to tune in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, Wednesdays, 7 to 8 p.m. on the Tantalk Radio Network, AM 1340. Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Hey, listeners, you are tuned in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. I'm your host, Robert. And uh, tonight we've got a great show for you. We, uh, we're going to do something a little bit different tonight. We're going to kind of clown around here a little bit. It's the day before Thanksgiving, so we're going to... Uh, uh, hey, Bill, you there? <laughs> Lee's on vacation tonight. He took off for a day or two to go to uh, visit his relatives up in Michigan. And so I've got Bill hanging in here with me tonight. How you doing, Bill? Oh, doing great, man. All right. And uh, so anyway, so we're going to do, we're just going to kind of, we've got a guest tonight, as usual, and uh, he'll be calling a little bit later, or we will be calling him, and uh, and we will be playing some music. And I'm going to do, I think for the first part of the show, if somebody wants to call in, we'll let them call in, we'll let them talk a little bit if they want. So if you want to call us here, call us at uh, 727-441-3000, If you want to email us, email us at uh, golfstreamradio at gmail.com. That's golfstreamradio at gmail.com. I think I got my email thing here. Yep, okay. 
And uh, we usually get a few of those. I don't always get back to them right away, but I usually do after the show. And uh, you can also, we're streamed live on the internet. So if you're uh, Tantalk1340.com, Tantalk1340.com on the computer, you can pick us up anywhere in the world. If you're underneath the satellite, you can catch us. So, uh, hey, uh, Billy, what do we got tuned? Pick Panther, man. Oh, hey, yeah, that's got a cool song. Let's let's do that. listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. I'd like to tell you about Naughty Nancy. No, this isn't a story about a bad girl. This is a truth about a great place to eat and hang out. Naughty Nancy's Food Shack, located at 700 Eldridge Street in the downtown Clearwater area, is a quaint little place nestled under some huge oak trees serving great food and drink and a wonderful, friendly atmosphere. That's Naughty Nancy's, 727-446-3717. They have 10 daily specials as well as many different styles of cooking from Cajun, New England, Country Gourmet, and even short order. Prepare just the way you want it. So check out this groovy little dew drop in right on the trail. So jog up to her front door, ride up on your bicycle, drive up in your car, or pull up on your motorcycle. And visit my friend Nancy and place your order. That's Naughty Nancy's, 727-446-3717. 
Hey, mention Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and you might get a free drink. Hey, listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. I'd like to tell you about a great pizza shop right here in downtown Clearwater, Bro's Pizzeria, voted number one in the city of Clearwater. They're located at 547 South Fort Harrison Avenue. They have great New York-style pizza, as well as delicious lasagna, spaghetti and meatballs, manicotti, linguine. And if you're in the neighborhood for lunch, they have great hot and cold sandwiches and appetizers. So call 727-441-6025 for takeout and deliveries, or stop by for a veal parmesan dinner and a nice glass of vino. That's Bro's Pizzeria. Check out their website and watch my friend Olti create a spectacular pizza before your very eyes. What would you like on your pizza? Call Bro's Pizzeria, 727-441-6025. That's 727-441-6025. And tell them Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. Say your prayers, you critter! There's a whole... That's uh, to commemorate Thanksgiving, which is tomorrow. Okay, if you guys just tuned in, you're tuned in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. And uh, that's right, right, Bill? It's Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Last time I checked, we started. No, not Nostalgia. Nostalgic. Oh, let me turn on my mic. Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Hey, that sounds like like a professional radio guy right there. Anyway, okay, hey, for tonight's contest, okay, and this is a pertinent question. Somebody, I got two tickets, two $10 gift certificates to Krabby's Beachwalk Bar and Grill in Clearwater Beach. That's two. Actually, I, I might do another question you know, later, but I'm going to do another one right now. For the first one, it's uh, uh, two gift certificates, $10 gift certificates, so that's 20 bucks. okay, at Krabby's Beachwalk Bar and Grill. Now, you got to answer this question. The question is, I want to know the name of the first, really, the first car ever built Period. Okay, I want the year and the make of the car. Now, as usual, you guys can cheat and go to, you know, since you don't have books these days, everybody uses a a computer, so it's open computer, open book. Okay, the first official car that's first recognizable car now, not something. Now, there's some stuff made back in the 1800s, early 1800s. Okay, early, early. Actually, before that even. But we're not going to get into those cars. But we're going to talk about, I want the year and the make of the first car. Made, and I'm not going to say where, on the planet. That's up to you guys to figure that out. Call me here at Nostalgic Radio and Cars, 727-441-3000, or email us at golfstreamradio at gmail.com, golfstreamradio at gmail.com. All right, so if somebody can uh, call in or email us the answer, you've got yourself a great dinner at Krabby's Beachwalk Bar and Grill, and that's down in Clearwater Beach, and that is an excellent restaurant. As a matter of fact, a lot of these places that I advertise, Krabby's Beachwalk Bar and Grill, Bro's Pizza, uh, Rib Shack Barbecue, Naughty Nancy's. By the way, it's Naughty Nancy's is open mic night tonight, every Wednesday. So if you got to play guitar, a ukulele, a harmonica, uh, or tambourine, anything, show up at Naughty Nancy's. That's over here on Eldred Street, right behind the studio off Myrtle. We're about a quarter of a mile north of Drew Street, Drew, yeah, Drew Street, right? Quarter mile north of Drew Street, right on the trail. That's Naughty Nancy's, okay? Her number over there is 446-3717. Open mic night every Wednesday. Also, it is uh, Tess and Tune at Sunshine Drag Strip. So that's a big shout-out to my buddies down there, Hazley Hood and Sherry and Mike at the concessions, okay? That's down there at Sunshine Drag Strip, okay? And let's see. Let's go to some upcoming events this weekend. All right, this upcoming went. Tricky Rod Run is this week. Uh, that's uh, actually starts Thursday. Okay, so we got the Turkey Rod Run in Daytona, big car show swap meet for all you uh, parts junkies like me. I'll be there, and then uh, also on the twenty, the same weekend, 
uh, one of our regular guests that comes on here, and that's Casey Jones that has the fire-breathing uh, turbine uh, jet-powered uh, locomotives. Okay, Casey Jones that has the Chattanooga Choo Choo and the, what's the other one? Uh, Chattanooga Choo I should know that by now. Let me think here. Chattanooga Choo Choo. K- K- Casey Jones is the name of the artist? Uh, no, 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 not the artist. Casey Jones, the Cannonball Express, and the Chattanooga Choo Choo. Those are both turbine-powered uh, Choo Choo train dragsters. They'll be up there. Uh, this weekend at Georgia, in Georgia, they were last weekend, they were at the, or two weeks ago, I guess they were at the the Speed World Dragway in Orlando, and this weekend they will be in at the South Georgia Motorsports Park in Valdosta, Georgia. Valdosta, Georgia. Duh, Georgia. Okay, Georgia. And that is the South Georgia Motorsports Park, and that's they're going to have like a Knights of Fire thing, so it's a ton of drag racing going on. That's actually a three-day event, so be sure and check that out, okay? And for all you vintage car guys and last week i know if you paid attention we had bobby ray hall indy 500 winner three-time kart champion we had him on our show last week he was a spectacular guest we had a great time and december 3rd through the 5th legends of motorsports okay is putting on a wonderful spectacular vintage race at sebring one of the oldest vintage road race tracks here in the state of florida we're very proud of that too that's one of the oldest ones it was originally started by uh i guess it was general curtis lemay back in the day he was a big time car guy Really big into uh, foreign sports cars. Um, they actually did some of that stuff at uh, at uh, McDill Air Force Base. They did some racing there, too. So he brought a lot of uh, famous European race, race car drivers over in the uh, late 40s, early 50s. And uh, it's been a it's been a big, uh, big popular event ever since then. Vintage motorsport racing. So, I mean, there'll be some spectacular cars at this event. I mean, this is really upscale. There'll be Lola 270s. There'll be Cobras. There'll be GT40s. There's going to be Porsche 917s. I mean, some big bore stuff, some McLarens. Um, there'll any, be any cash money prizes for first place? For what? At the races? Yeah. No, 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 no. This is just uh, a trophy. Oh, just trophy. Okay, yeah, that's it's, cool. It's kind of an unofficial race, but it's a pro- it's kind of like a club racing, but it's a high-end vintage motorsports club racing. So if you get a chance, be sure to check out the Legends of Motorsports. They have a website, but it's the Legends of Motorsports Vintage, Drag- uh, vintage Road Racing at Sebring this coming weekend. So that's next weekend. Not this coming weekend. Next weekend, December 3rd through 5th. Also, December 9th through the 11th is the Performance Racing Industries. Huge, huge, huge show in Orlando at the convention center. That's kind of like a mini version of SEMA. So be sure and check that out. As a matter of fact, Bobby Rahal is there, is going to be there as well. He's going to be the guest speaker. Dave Bowman, he will be there. He was on our show a couple weeks ago from uh, Crank and Chrome and uh, Motorhead, uh, I guess it's Motorhead Garage. they got a new, t- no, new TV show. So be sure and check that out. Tune into that because our new season starts here after the first of the year. And then December 11th, down at St. Armand's Key in Sarasota, and it's a great, great venue, is Porsches in the Park. Okay. Why don't you, what do we got fired up on that? Uh, we have your one of your favorite selections, the uh, theme from James Bond. Oh, let's go for it.
Listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radiant Cars. I'd like to tell you about a great place to eat right on the main part of Clearwater Beach. Located at 333 South Gulfview Boulevard. Crabby's Beachwalk Bar and Grill has two floors of food, drink, and fun. They have daily specials, happy hour, and nightly entertainment. Their menu caters to seafood lovers as well as land lovers. Crabby's Beachwalk Bar and Grill, 727-608-2065. They're open in the morning for breakfast until 1 a.m. So stop by and visit my friends, Turtle, Eddie, and Polly, and all the girls and staff at Crabby's Beachwalk Bar and Grill. That's 727-608-2065. Mention Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and you never know, you might get a free drink. That's Crabby's Beachwalk Bar and Grill on Clearwater Beach, 727-608-2065. I was thinking about barbecue, driving down a bumpy road. All right. If you guys are uh, still tuned in, this is Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We are live here at the WTAN Studios in downtown Clearwater. And uh, it's uh, Tantalk1340.com if you want to catch it on the computer, okay? So uh, you can, we're streamed live. What was, what was one of your first cars you said? My, my, my first car was a Corvair. You had a Corvair? I had a Corvair. Okay, well, hang on. Here's what we're going to do tonight, because we're going to kind of do something a little bit different. And again, again, I haven't heard, nobody called in yet on the uh, on the, on the first contest quiz, okay, which is, I want to know what the first official car was worldwide, year and make, year and make, first official car, and I got two tickets, or two, actually, two $10 gift certificates for Crabby's Beach Walk Bar and Grill. But what we're going to do tonight is we're going to play a couple old car commercials, and Bill's excited to do this because uh, this first car was his car. This first commercial was kind of the car he had. So go ahead and roll it there, uh, Bill. All right, Corvair. Corvair. You are about to meet a true international beauty with a shape that blends elegance and excitement. All new international beauty from Chevrolet. Corvair for 1965. An adventure just to see. There is no feeling in all the world like the one behind this wheel. Beneath the sleek modern lines, you have a new 140 horsepower, four carburetor rear engine. Agile performance to go with its breathtaking beauty. International beauty with new hardtop styling in every model.
introduction to these international beauties, see your Chevrolet dealer. Okay, we're back. How'd you guys like that commercial? That was about the old Corvette. That's about the Ralph Nader special there. You know Ralph Nader put a kibosh to that car. And they built Corvairs from 1960 to 1969. Ralph Nader was a guest on a on a network that I work for. He was always on this guy's show, Chuck Carter. Oh, really? Okay. Well, I'm not exactly in his fan club, but uh, nonetheless. But that's only from another well, you, Would you like to have Ralph Nader on your show since he put seatbelts into cars? Uh, You know what? That might not be a bad idea. I could probably set that up for you. I think that would be a real interesting guest sometime. Yeah, I could, I, it's a good possibility for your show. You know what? He was down at the University of South Florida about uh, 30 years ago when I was just a little punk in college, and uh, he actually gave a uh, uh, seminar down there, and uh, I quizzed him. He didn't like my questions. He did, of, he did a lot of other things, but that's what people know him for is yeah. putting seatbelts into cars. After 1968, by the way, and I lost a bet on that one. Anyway, hey, what's the next commercial we got here? First Mustang commercial, 1964. Hey, let's play that since I'm a Ford guy. Let's go for it. transmission dozens of options but as standard equipment you get bucket seats wall-to-wall carpeting all vinyl upholstery padded instrument panel and full wheel covers even though mustang is a dream its low price is a beautiful reality test drive one right now at your ford dealers pleasant dream all right we're back live on the air and i see the phone ringing anyway so that was a mustang commercial of course i'm a ford guy so you know we have to play that that's it's only right and, uh, and I've had a number of Mustangs over the years. In fact, when I was in the salvage yard business, that was one of my specialties was Mustangs. So, oh, by the way. We got, just, we, got, uh, we got a caller for you, Rob. We got a caller. Okay. Tell me, just hang on for a second. Gotcha. And, uh, but anyway, I want to do a quick uh, spot here for my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive. At 600 West Bay Drive, Largo, Florida, they got some of the greatest barbecue in town. Anytime you drive down West Bay Drive and you're in an open car or something like that, the window's open, man, you just can't help. It's just an irresistible scent, smell. You just have to hang around, make a U-turn, whatever you got to do, just get in their parking lot over at 600 West Bay Drive and stop in and see my friends Corey and uh, Jed. And Kurt over there at the Rib Shack Barbecue. And their number is 727-501-9090. 727-501-9090. And they're opening up another location over on Clearwater on Actually, it's Fort Harrison. So that's we'll, we will announce that when that comes up because they're, they are remodeling it as we speak. So for some of the best barbecue in the uh, Pinellas County area, check out Rib Shack Barbecue at West Bay Drive. That's uh, 727-501-9090. All right, what do we got for another car on there? Next we, commercial. Uh, 1970 Olds 442. Okay. That's the size of the engine, right? Well, no. Actually, we got in a debate about that. It actually stands for, well, multi, it either stands for four-barrel, four-speed, dual exhaust, or 400 four-barrel, dual exhaust, depending on what part, what time of the... Uh, when they did the advertising, either in the early 60s or uh, late 60s or mid-70s. But let's go ahead and roll that one real quick. All right, let's uh, roll that, and I'll, and I'll tell you another. This is 43 seconds. Okay. Hey. The crowds, the noise, the same old bag of notes. 
Wouldn't you like something new to rock out with? This is it. The 1970 442 with 455 cube V8 engine standard. Order it with the new W25 package and you get it all. Fiberglass hood with air grabbing scoops, locking hood pins, super wide wheels, bucket seats, first shifter, dual exhaust. Wouldn't it be nice if you had a 442? Oldsmobile, escape from the ordinary. Escape from the ordinary. Escape from the ordinary. Yeah, what about a 450, 455 big block? Was it 455 or 450? Well, Buicks had 455s. Oldsmobile had 455. Chevrolet had 454. I had a I had a 1972 Pontiac 455 big block. Oh, did you? That's right. And Pontiac had a 455. That didn't come out until 1970, contrary to what people think. I raced a uh, 1987 or 88 Mustang, and I beat it. You did, yeah. Well, you had a big motor, so you you were at a, you were at a tremendous advantage over that guy. Hey, what do we got for some early cars? We got some early fifties commercials in there. Let's roll one of those. Uh, All right, let me find one. Nashes or uh, uh, Hudson or something like that, because I got to take care of uh, some of my. I have a, my I have senior a, listeners. Oh, you want? How about a nineteen seventy Pinto commercial? All right, we'll do that. Because I actually uh, had a Pinto, so we'll do that one. Real we'll do quick. the Pinto commercial, and then we'll do that song coming out of this. The, uh, the the one about the, uh, I can't pronounce that. Mosconata. Mosconata. All right, let's do that one then. Okay, here's 1970 Pinto commercial. Okay. <laughs> Meet the Pinto. Just born. Pinto. The new little carefree car from Ford. Priced like a small economy import, but you'd never know to look at it. It's averaged over 25 miles per gallon in simulated city and suburban driving. But it's frisky, with a wider stance than any little import, so you won't be pushed around by the wind. With high-backed bucket seats in front and comfortable room all around. And Pinto Strong, built to run and run and run, with little servicing, little noise, little expense. Pinto, a little carefree car to put a little kick in your life. A little better idea from Ford, coming September 11th.
Go ahead. Make my day. Este samba que é misto de maracatu É samba de preto veio, samba de preto do Mas que nada, um samba como está tão legal Você não vai querer que chegue no final Listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. As most of you know, I'm in the car business, and often I need cars towed. Well, Kotaka's Towing has all the trucks and equipment to meet your needs. Whether it's long distance, short distance, or just around the corner, they can get it done. Kotaka's Towing, located at 1141 Court Street in Clearwater. Also, they have a full-service repair and body shop to meet all your automotive needs. So give my friends Lefty and Joey a call at Kotaka's Towing at 727-447-1952. And be sure to mention Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and you might get a discount. All righty, you're tuned in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We're back live, and it's live radio, and anything's possible, okay? And, uh, hey, you know, Billy, you know, I'm driving that TR6. By the way, if anybody wants to buy a really, really nice 72 TR6, if you go to our website, what is it, WTAN, AM 1340, if you go to the website here, there's, like, uh, the homepage. It's got, like, a little profile of all the people that have shows on the air. And uh, there's a picture of me there leaning, actually sitting on this really nice-looking TR6. I've had it at a few car shows. And, of course, it, it failed me once or twice because it is British, and it is British. And but we got all the bugs worked out of it. Alan, one of our guys that hangs out in the show with us every once in a while, he helped me fix that thing up. And then, of course, Kotax did some paint work on that car, so they did a very good job, very good job on that car. And, uh, of course, they had to tow it once. And uh, But now we got all the bugs worked out of it, and we're driving it every day, and it's a blast. This is perfect convertible weather. So, uh, you know, if you guys want to buy a TR6, contact me here at... Uh, at the uh, at Gulfstream Radio at gmail.com or call me at 727-541-1741. And if you need an appraisal on your cars, your classic vintage race car, street car, motorcycles, rolling stock of any kind, also call me. That's Gulfstream Motorsports, or no, excuse me, Gulfstream Appraisals at 727-541-1741. All right. Hey, we got the one, another one of those old commercials. How about a 1957 Plymouth commercial? That sounds like a good one. Yeah, Ladies play that. and gentlemen, in the next 90 seconds, I will show you new car buyers how you can save hundreds of dollars when you buy a new Plymouth. I will prove to you that Plymouth gives you more and better transportation value than any other 1957 car, regardless of price. And here's why. One, Plymouth is recognized as the style leader of the year. Plymouth's advanced styling will stain you for years to come. And that means you'll get more money back when you're ready to trade again. Two, Plymouth is the ride leader. Only Plymouth in its field has torsion air ride, the sensational new suspension system that tames any kind of road. Three, Plymouth costs less to drive, as proved when Plymouth won first place in the 1957 Mobile Gas economy run. Four, price. Don't forget. 
with all Plymouth's luxury, it's still a low-priced car. Compare what other cars in the same price range offer you, and you'll see that Plymouth definitely gives you more car value for your money. So, friends, see your Plymouth dealer and let him show you how your years ahead and money ahead with Plymouth. See your Plymouth dealer, PDQ. See your Plymouth dealer quick. There's a hold up in the Bronx. Brooklyn's broken out in fights. There's a traffic jam in Harlem that's backed up to Jackson Heights. There's a scout troop short a child. Cruises do it. All right, we're back. You are tuned in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. All right, we have a special guest with us this evening, and I'd like to tell you a little bit about him. He's been around, he's been a car collector for quite a while. He actually uh, was in the automobile business for a while, and he is the, uh, I guess you could say he's the proprietor of the Tallahassee Automobile Museum. Now, I've never been there, but I've driven by it many, many times, and I may have the good fortune of stopping by there and checking this place out this weekend. So, uh, without further ado, I'd like to welcome our guest, uh, Mr. DeVoe Moore. DeVoe, are you there? I'm here, sir. How you, how you doing? How you enjoying the show so far? Have you heard any of it on the radio? On the computer? Well, I just sit here and listen to uh, your Plymouth commercial. Does that bring back memories for you? Well, that brings back memories from long ago. <laughs> anyway, okay, well, welcome to the show. And uh, so you're up there in Tallahassee, and I know you're a big Seminoles fan, and I know the games this weekend, because I think that's one of the reasons why we're going up there, because we want to see the Knowles take care of business up there. And uh, But while I'm up there, I want to stop by and check out your museum. I've heard a lot about it. I've never had the opportunity uh, to check it out, but I hopefully I will this weekend. And while I have you on the air, I'd like you to tell our listeners about it. So well, uh, I thought just coming up to the car museum, and then you might go to the game. But it sounds like you're going to go to the game. You might have a chance to come by the museum. Well, that's what I'm planning on. I'm going to try to get there early so I can come by and see the museum first and then go to the game. So. Well, I don't, I don't think you'll regret uh, coming by the museum and going to the game at the same time. There you go. I think so, you'll find both of them to be very interesting. Absolutely. So tell us about your car museum. Tell us how it came about, what uh, what made you do it, and uh, and about some of the cars that are in there. Well, we've had the museum open for 14 years. Uh, I started it because uh, whenever they started the Growth Management Act, uh, Tallahassee, Leon County became one of the most rigid cities and counties in the state for a permitting. I always had uh, several permits for building uh, commercial buildings for myself. It got so hard to get the permits, I decided I had to have something to do, so I took one of my strip centers that I was building and converted it into a Tallahassee Antique Car Museum just for something to do, just a hobby. Well, that sounds that's that's you're very fortunate to be able to do that. How big is that building that uh, that houses all the cars where all the mu- where the museum is? How many square well, feet? Three years ago, we opened up the new museum out on ninety and I ten, and it's a hundred thousand square feet. One hundred. Wow, that's two and a half acres. Under well, roof. It's, uh, about three times larger than what the other museum was. Wow. And how many cars are in there? We've got over 140 uh, cars. We've got the first car built in America, all the way up to the new GTs and uh, Mustang Cobras. 
Well, I don't want you to give it away, but that was the, the trivia question for this evening. And uh, I got a couple emails here, and I got to get to them in a second. But uh, So don't tell them what the first car was, because I know that's in your museum, as a matter of fact. And uh, well, out of all the cars you got, I mean, what, uh, what period of cars? I mean, all the cars are probably significant to you, correct? Well, they all have a special uh, meaning because of the time and the history behind them. Mm-hmm. And uh, so is there any particular brand or any particular car that's really, really dear to your heart? Not probably they all are. Uh, go back and look at the Auburn in the, in the late 20s and uh, look at it. and it's, it's a piece of art, uh, but they took the art and converted it into something that was functional. Beautiful boat tail uh, uh, roadster. It's just a beautiful piece of equipment, but... Then again, the T-Bird, which I went to uh, high school at Chamberlain High in Tampa, I had to go by Northgate Ford on my way to work at Publix uh, Supermarket, and there sat a T-Bird on the turntable in Northgate Ford, and $3,000, but I didn't have that much money. What, to me, there wasn't that much money in the world. And I was fortunate enough uh, later on to buy one with 20,000 miles on it. It was just like brand new. So that's got a special meaning to me. You have a, a number of Thunderbirds, don't you? Five, six, and seven birds in your collection? Well, I've got the uh, 55, 56, 57, all very low mileage. Uh, then I bought one of the new ones uh, that Ford came back up. Are most of the cars that you buy, are they original unrestored cars, or are they restored cars, survivor cars, or what kind of condition are they in? No, most of them are restored, uh, frame off restoration, back to original condition. As a matter of fact, uh, Mr. Smith out there in St. Pete has done, uh, done probably a half a dozen vehicles that's in the museum. Oh, really? Who's this? Has somebody in St. Pete's done those cars? Yes, sir. Uh, uh, Smith, uh, he has a, uh, he does cars for himself. Uh, he's not in the restoration for other people, but uh, does some of the finest work that you'll ever uh, that you'll ever see. Hmm, interesting. Now, also in your collection, you've got some really rare stuff. You've got a 1929 Auburn Boatel Speedster. Um, you have a Duesenberg, a Phaeton, right? Yes. And uh, tell us about those cars. What's the story and the history in those cars? Because those are, that's back, those, there's, I don't think there's any other cars besides a Cord, an Auburn, and a Duesenberg that epitomize the pinnacle of America in terms of its industrial revolution, the quality of cars, just what we were capable of doing, because those cars were remarkable cars, as well as very pricey cars back in the day. I mean, that, was the, that beat anything out that was built or constructed anywhere else on the planet, foreign, domestic, or anything like that. That was the that was the, those were the cars, weren't they? Well, that was the three cars that, uh, that had the name, uh, had the price tag. Movie stars or gangsters were about the very the very wealthy uh, were the only ones that could afford those cars, and uh, they've retained the prices right on up through uh, today in history. They're they're very pricey even today. Do you go to the uh, Auburn um, auction in September up in uh, Auburn, Indiana? Do you... I've been to it a number of times. As a matter of fact, I just opened up a, uh, a letter this afternoon from Dean Cruz, who had the uh, Auburn uh, auction. Mm-hmm. 
Now, you have uh, also in your collection, you've got a number of Model A's, early V84s, Model T's. Um, you've got uh, mid-50s stuff. You've got uh, some customs, some hot rods, some street rods. Uh, I'm just looking through here. I actually have your website. So if anybody wants to check uh, out uh, Mr. Moore's website, it's Tallahassee Automobile Museum. And uh, it's right off I-10, uh, just uh, outside of Tallahassee. And uh, it sounds like this is going to be a really interesting uh, trip for me because I'm a serious car enthusiast. Not only is there Packards and Pontiacs and, and Volkswagens and and Cadillacs and Lincolns and, and you just name it, it's all there. But uh, you've got an, an amazing collection of motorcycles, bicycles, um, uh, pedal cars, uh Spark plugs I saw that was on there, um, and now you uh, calculators and compute and stuff like that. You got uh, tell us about some of the other stuff you got there. Well, we got the largest collection of outboard motors that goes all the way back to 1908, around the first year they made the outboard motor. Uh, it's the largest collection in the United States. They're all restored, uh, beautiful pieces of uh, of craftsmanship. Uh, we have pianos, uh, Steinway pianos. Some of the uh, well, one of the most expensive pianos that Steinway's ever built, uh, the Amatata. We've got a reproduction of the uh, White House piano, the fish piano that was built back in 1939. Uh, we've got a half a dozen, well, probably more, probably got about eight pianos uh, of the Steinway uh, classics. Uh, we've got the Batmobiles, got the largest collection of Batmobiles of anyone, plus the memorabilia. Uh, we've got a train museum, which you... I don't think it's, it's, uh, it covers about 15,000 square feet. A train museum? Yes, sir. So you're talking like, we're talking life-size trains that are in there? or no, just all these are model trains. Oh, model trains, okay, okay, okay. So 15,000 square feet with that. Have very many uh, big ones, yeah. <laughs> big ones. Okay. Um, we've got guns. Uh, we've got sports memorabilia that's uh, got a large collection of sports memorabilia. Got a very large collection of golf, uh, golf classic golf, and uh, goes back uh, a good ways. We've got a doll collection. We've got boats. Uh, there's just we've got brass fans. Indian artifacts, got a large collection of Indian artifacts. Well, it sounds like you've, motors. you've got uh, something up there for everybody. So, you know what, this sounds like this would be a great outing for uh, students, that uh, kids in high school and grade school, if they're up in the Tallahassee area, for them, I mean, this would just be a really, really educational field trip, wouldn't it? Do you have... A lot of history. Uh, there, there's a lot of history in the museum that uh, these kids will never uh, experience. Well, that's that sounds like a lot of fun because my son will be with us, and he's only thirteen, so uh, he'll 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 really be enamored with that too, I'm sure. And uh, well, you have the opportunity, I hope, to come in and uh, visit, and then uh, you can tell me what you think. Yeah, definitely. Now, a lot of the cars that are in your collection, do you actually drive some of those cars, or do they just are they just really mainly for display? I used to take cars on uh, uh, the shows. I do take one to uh, Amelia Island. I think it's March the fourth or eleventh through the thirteenth. Mm-hmm. But basically, they're they're there for display because every time you take one out, either it'll get dirty or get scratched. And right. 
I've well got my own car show inside, and I don't have to worry about uh, taking it or bringing it or cleaning it up. Oh, well, that's true. That's that's convenient. Um, now, do you have any other cars in your, let's say, like your own private collection that you drive from time to time? Some old vintage I've stuff. A, I've got a 203 Corvette that was converted into a uh, 1953. Okay. Uh, I drive it uh, some, but I... It's not good to take your cars out, and I mean, if you're going to have them for people to look at, beautiful cars, uh, you take it out, they'll get scratched or right. get dinged, and, and it's just not worth it to me. Okay, well, let me ask take you this. Out. Now, a lot of the cars that you have, um, did you, are these cars, a lot of them that you bought at auctions? I mean, how did you acquire them? Did you buy them from private owners, other collectors, or how did, how did the acquisition process go? Well, I've been all over the United States, uh, been as far as well as Seattle, Washington, all the way to Owlhead, Maine, uh, California, even Whitefish, Montana. Uh, but we picked cars up all over the United States. Uh, but a lot of them I bought at the uh, Cruise International. Uh huh. Now I know. Private collectors uh, bought it from individuals. Mm hmm. I noticed you have a 1948 Tucker in here, and they supposedly only made 50 of those. What's the serial number on the one that you have? Number five. It was the one that was in the movie. And I also have the, uh, if you saw The Man in His Dream, and that's an interesting story. I woke, I wake up early every morning, and uh, about 3 o'clock the movie was coming on The Man in His Dream, and I wasn't really familiar with the Tucker. Uh, I'd never seen one. I decided I had, had to have a Tucker, and I found one in uh, Texas, and I bought it. Uh, it was number five. It was one that was used in the movie. If you see, if you've seen the movie, yes, I did. With they had, uh... they had a green one that went around the uh, track, mm -hmm. and then they had a Tucker that they rolled over. Uh huh. Well, it wasn't a real Tucker. Nobody would let them roll the Tucker over, so they took a Studebaker and made it look like a Tucker. And I have that car in the museum as well. Oh, really? Was that, is it uh, in the same condition that it was when it was used in the movie? Is it rolled over and damaged? It, it, it's the one that was rolled over that's still damaged. Uh, wow. It's, it's wrecked. You know, so, uh, uh, when when I see you up there in Tallahassee, we'll talk about that a little bit because I don't want to get I don't like to get political on my show, but it's an unfortunate situation because Tucker had some really really innovative ideas and he got some real good help there. You know, Howard Hughes supplied the motors, the Continental engines in the back of that car. Um, you know, the thing with the single headlight in the front, in the front, some of the safety features, the padded dash. There was a lot a lot of neat features on the Tucker. I mean, it was an air cooled car, so you know the car was way ahead of its time for 1947-48. You know, during its design period. Um, well, but, the cord was way ahead of its time too. If you'll uh, if you go back and look at the cord, it was it was ahead of its time. Yeah, you have an eight twelve or eight ten in there. That's a coffin nose. That's a beautiful car. Yes, sir. Well, see, it had the uh, shift on the electric shift on the steering. It had the headlight lens that rolled up. Uh, just a, a number of things that the yeah, was, that the uh, cord had. It was front wheel drive, hideaway headlights, uh, yeah, electronic transmission. I mean, yeah, that's exactly right. It was very state of the art. And you know what? And it was a very stunning car built, you know, considering 1936, 37 when those cars came out. 
And then, yes, sir. Uh, which reminds me, now you know when they when the, when the cords ceased to exist, they sold their bodies to I think Graham. Graham started building cars on the cord bodies, at least the back half of the sedan chassis. Do you have any Grams in your collection? Uh, I did have one, but I think I sold it. Okay. <laughs> and uh, what are some of the other movie cars that you have there in your uh, in your collection? I don't. Uh... We've got the Batmobile from Batman Return. Batman, uh, we've got two of the uh, movie uh, Batman Forever and Batman Return, and we've got a TV, the TV series. We've got the TV uh, motorcycle. We've got the duck, the uh, jet boat. Uh-huh. got blown up in the movie. Oh, really? You know, interesting. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Keep going. We also have the Abraham Lincoln hearse. Yeah, that's the oldest rolling vehicle that you have in your collection, correct? Well, that would be the uh, the oldest uh, horse drawn uh, that uh, was back in the uh, mid late eighteen hundreds. Eighteen hundreds, yes, sir. Yeah, wow. This sounds like a fascinating collection. I'm really excited to see this. And again, for anybody else that just tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars, we are talking with uh, Devoe Moore. And uh, he's got the Tallahassee Automobile Museum in Tallahassee, Florida. And it's one of the finest collection of cars in the southeast, probably in the whole country. Because it's not just cars. It has cars. It has boats. It has motorcycles. It has uh, bicycles. It has toys. It has antique pianos. I mean, the list is endless. And uh, and I'm sure when I get up there, I'm going to get some brochures and some more information on it and some pictures. And we will be talking about that uh, on future shows because I'm all for everybody uh, checking out these uh, very, very unusual and vast collections of cars, because especially when they're as eclectic as this, because they have some really, really unusual cars, and it's not very often that you're going to get to find all these cars and all this history, this history, this automotive history in one location. You know, I see right here you got a '37 Packard. I mean, that's also a stunning car. That was a that was a big name car back in the day. That was up there with Cadillacs and 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 uh, Lincolns back in the day, wasn't it? Packards. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And um, so, uh, some of the other. How about motorcycles? Now, what uh, what what all is your, what does your collection of motorcycles consist of? How far back do they go? Well, we've got an Indian uh, motorcycle. We've got Harley Davidsons. We've got Evil one of Evil Knievel's motorcycles that he wrecked, raced, or uh, the uh, that he used. Uh, he wrecked it. It was a Triumph. Uh, color be lucky. Uh huh. Oh. We've got a lot of uh, we've got a lot of uh, Mustang motor scooters, Cushman motor scooters. Uh, we've got some Wizards. Uh, we've got some older bikes. I'm not sure that back in the early 1900s uh, that's been restored. But we've got a pretty good variety of, uh, of motorcycles. Do you, um, um, on those, do you, I mean, are you a motorcycle fan? Do you ride motorcycles, or have you been a motorcycle fan and rode those back in the day, or? Well, back in high school, I just about got killed on one in Tampa, so I pretty well stayed off of the uh, motorcycles. Okay. And then your first car, what was your first car? I had a 1933 Ford in Tampa whenever I went to Chamberlain High School. Uh-huh. And had an Olds motor in it, and uh, had an Olds motor in it. Had, it was the uh, probably one of the fastest cars in Tampa. Oh really? So you are you kind of like an old hot rodder then? Well, I 
did a little drag racing with Don Garlic up in uh, Brooksville, uh, Brooksville, Florida. Oh, no kidding. Did what? Uh, which drag strips around here did you race back in the uh, in the fifties and sixties? That was the one in in Brooksville. Oh yeah. Okay. Glenn Blakely was another one that had a uh, a hot rod. He was from Tampa. Uh huh. Okay. Um, well, I'll tell you what. We I just got my uh, three or four minute warning here, so uh, we're getting close to the end of the show. But uh, Deborah, what I would like to do is thank you for coming on the show, telling us a little bit about your uh, museum. And uh, again, it's the Tallahassee Automobile Museum in Tallahassee, and uh, it's a hundred thousand square foot facility up there with just all kinds of automotive and motorized uh, memorabilia from boats, cars, motorcycles, bicycles, pedal cars, toys. So if anybody gets a chance to check out the Tallahassee Automobile Museum, uh, they got a website. And I want to thank our guest, uh, Deborah Moore, for coming on the air, and I look forward to meeting you this weekend. We'll be looking forward to seeing you, and I appreciate your uh, calling and having me on your show. Thank you very much. Very nice. uh, thank you, and have a good afternoon. Okay, Bye. you too. Oh, happy Thanksgiving, too, by the way. Anyway, uh, all right, how are we doing there, Bill? Two minutes. Okay, well, anyway, hey, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Uh, have a very, very good uh, Thanksgiving, everybody. And uh, don't forget, you got the uh, Daytona Turkey Rod Run this weekend. Be sure and check that out. And uh, we got, what do we got for gobble, 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 gobble? We got a gobble, gobble. Is that, did they catch that turkey yet? Nope. Where's Yosemite Sam? Is he still chasing him? Oh, I cut Yosemite Sam off. Oh, no. What happened? I cut him off. I've closed all my things out. You closed all your things out. Oh, man. All right. Well, that's okay. We'll let you slide this time, Billy. <laughs> all right. Everybody. You, know, you know what I was going to ask that guy? What? If he ever hung out with the colonel. The colonel. The, the colonel is from this area. Elvis Presley's manager, the colonel. Oh, man. I forgot about that. Yeah. Isn't that right? The colonel's from this area, right? Well, somebody said he was, but I don't know that for a fact. You don't know that for a fact? No. Oh. But uh, and, today, and you're working on a on a car show out here in the, in in a Tan Talk parking lot. We're working on well, we got our own. We got one car out there right now. It's a 1972 Triumph TR6. So if anybody wants to come by and take a look at it, they're welcome to do so. And be sure to we're gonna all hang out at Naughty Nancy. So if you want some great food and drink and some music, you know it's open mic night. So anything goes over there. I mean, is 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 as unpredictable as this radio show is, the uh, Naughty Nancy's is gonna be unpredictable too because you never know who's gonna show up with a guitar or any kind of instruments. So, uh, and, sure. and, and you're on the, uh, interviewing Butterball. Oh, yeah. We did a Butterball interview today, too. That's uh, So, tune in to the Tan Talk. Uh, i got to find out when that is. Yeah, really. So, hey, everybody, tune in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars next week, 7 p.m. And check out our podcast. Go to, well, I'll simplify it. Google Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Check out our podcast or go to the WTAN homepage. And scroll down to our bio and click on our hyperlink. And you can go right to our podcast and hear all our past shows. Everybody else. Again, have a good turkey day, and uh, we'll see you at the car shows.